Ask Andy is our new subscriber-only show. Every month, Andy answers your questions. Like these. What's your favourite colour biro? What the f*** is it with you and terrapins? Uh, what are the spring 2024 catwalk colours? How goes it with the sitar? Can you recommend either the floating barge or the detour to Rwanda? What do you think of the kids of politicians getting into politics? Maybe you and your colleagues would be able to suggest some coping mechanisms. And Andy even asks a few questions himself. Do you, do you think I could get to Christmas number one? Subscribe to Ask Andy Now via any podcast platform. Go to thebuglepodcast.com forward slash donate. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your Cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Welcome to Top Stories, it's producer Chris coming to you from the good ship Bugle McBugle face with some top nautical news for you in this issue of Top Stories. It was Bugle issue 54, back in November 2008. Top Story this week and pirates. That's right, this week's Top Story sounds like an episode of the Bugle from the (laughs) mid-1800s. There's been a huge outbreak of attacks from Somali pirates off the African coast. And can I just say quickly to those pirates, thank you. (laughs) Because, Andy, just as I got demoralised with writing jokes about the longest election in the history of voting for things, up step a group full of people from the east of Africa with a glint in their eye and a bazooka over their shoulder (laughs) saying, would you like to write some jokes about pirates? And, Andy, my head said yes, and my heart said Yes, yes, I want to write jokes about pirates. (laughs) This uh, started to hit the headlines this week with a particularly impressive piece of pirate booty. The booty in this instance was a massive Saudi oil tanker, bigger than an aircraft carrier carrying $100 million worth of oil. Uh, They apparently board the boat, take the crew hostage, sail it back to Somalia where they bury the tanker, put a big X on the floor where they buried it, and then draw a very complicated map so they can remember (laughs) where it was. Well, this is the problem with uh, with, uh, pirates taking oil, John. Because if, as pirates have to do, they do bury their loot, with it being oil, they're basically just putting it back where it came from. <laughs> they just return, it's almost giving it back, like Robin Hood. Yeah, and, you know, give it a few hundred years, there'll be a massive great war over it. Well, yeah, in fact, modern pirates take the ships and the crew hostage, then demand a ransom for their safe return. That must be what the parrots perched on their shoulder have been squawking about. Bah! Tankers of oil! Tankers of oil! Gah! Polly wants a ransom! Gah! <laughs> That's how they went. <laughs> Is it, John? Well, it's uh, true. The Somali pirates uh, hijacked the oil tanker Sirius Star. Uh, I forget where exactly. Uh, I think it was in the sea. 
Uh, it was in the sea. And uh, it contained $100 million worth of oil, as John said. Sorry, that's now $90 million. That's $80 million worth of oil. There you go, John. A falling price of oil joke. I'm here all week. Uh, they've already been paid an estimated $20 million in uh, ransoms over the past year. But even if any ship's owners do concede to the pirates' demands, it always makes for a very awkward exchange. I have your money on putting the suitcase down. Now slide the tanker over to me. <laughs> OK, the suitcase is sinking. I'm diving in after the suitcase. Hold on to the tanker. I'll be back in a minute. <laughs> well, they're quite high-tech now, John. Uh, I mean, it's not just parrots and eye patches these days, unless the parrot is a GPS-enabled parrot, yeah. and the eye patch contains a small computer screen giving the latest weather forecasts. And, you know, if the, if the, if the pirate's wooden leg can detect sharks, I guess that's going to come in handy as well. These pirates are armed to the teeth with machine guns and rocket-powered grenades. And, I mean, come on, rocket-powered grenades. These pirates have really upped their game from making bootleg copies of E.T. and burning illegal Madonna CDs. <laughs> One uh, successful pirate interviewed in a British newspaper said uh, that, uh, is that these words, first we look to buy a nice house and a car, then we buy guns and other weapons, the rest of the money we use to relax. So, basically, these pirates, John, are living the American dream. <laughs> The problem area is off the east coast of Africa in an area known as Pirate Alley. Now, really? Because it seems, if you call it Pirate Alley, you're asking for trouble. I don't want to come off as unsympathetic, but it seems like they were warned. <laughs> I knew a girl called Pirate Alley once. Did you? No. Pirate attacks have got so bad, Andy, that shipping companies are taking drastic measures, hiring private security and even changing their shipping routes, suggesting sailing all the way around Africa. And the exact nautical term for that is going the f long way around. <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sure that's the phrase. I, I speak conversational sea dog. <laughs> it, it's basically the geopolitical equivalent of cycling the long way home to avoid the bully's house. <laughs> Wasn't conversational sea dog a hit rapper in the 1990s? <laughs> Yeah, I believe. Well, it depends how you define hits. I mean, he's certainly an underground hit, but I don't think he ever broke through into mainstream chart success. Really. If any Bugle readers have been inspired by this story and want to become pirates themselves, we would remind you that it is against the law of most major oceans and seas. But if you do insist on doing it, we urge you to follow these essential safety precautions. Firstly, always wear a proper life jacket. Uh, armbands or water wings might be cheaper, but they're not as reliable in rough ocean conditions. And also they will undermine your authority as a pirate. Also, ensure that at least one of your crew has a proper life-saving qualification. When hijacking an oil tanker at the dead of night, don't use old-fashioned gas lamps as illumination to add extra atmosphere. Naked flames and cargoes full of oil are an accident waiting to happen. And also remember that some species of parrots are endangered, so if you are caught, you could face additional prosecution from the World Wildlife Fund. As well as the Saudi oil tanker, this week pirates also seized a Chinese cargo ship carrying 36,000 tonnes of wheat to Iran. And that is a lot of wheat. In fact, my God, I think the pirates may be preparing a Trojan loaf. <laughs> if, if a freshly baked pumpernickel shows up outside the gates of your city, do not, I repeat, do not cut into it. It is filled with pirates. Oh, hold on. Terrible news coming in, Andy. Belgium has been taken by pirates. Oh, no. Those poor Belgians just love pumpernickel. They didn't stand a chance. It was always a matter of time before Belgium. I mean, it's just it's too close to the sea. But the, the, also, the troubling thing about this 36,000 tonnes of wheat going to Iran, Andy, is what, what were the Iranians planning to do with all that wheat? <laughs> They're always up to something. I mean, sure, they'll say, we just love to bake. But think about it this way. They're only 20,000 tonnes of yeast away from developing a baguette which could reach Israel. <laughs> Uh, I should point out, John, of course, that uh, pumpernickel is a rye bread, not a wheat bread. <laughs>
<laughs> so I'm sorry if anyone's enjoyment of the last minute and a half of this podcast <laughs> has been damaged by John's appalling loaf ignorance. <laughs> Good point, Andy. <laughs> Fifteen loves Altman. <laughs> These pirates get close enough to board ships with grappling hooks and uh, sometimes masquerading as coast guards. So, see, that's still some <laughs> classic old-school pirate skills there, the, the art of deception. Apparently, they've also dressed as repairmen, saying they're here to fix the rudder. <laughs> they've dressed up as police, checking on a noise disturbance. They've posed as mermaids, strippograms, and once even as actual pirates on their way to a costume party. <laughs> that was very clever. They dress as lifeguards. Yeah. That's, I'd, well, I'm going to have to watch Baywatch again and see if there's a subtext. No, Coast Guard, not Lifeguard. <laughs> right. Coast Guard. There's a world of difference between the Coast Guard and a Lifeguard. Well, what is the difference? I mean, well, they both one wear... is a fully qualified rescue professional <laughs> and the other one is a pervert. <laughs> they both wear pants. That's all I'm saying. And I mean pants in the British sense. Of course, pirates were thought to have died out in the 19th century, John, due to the relative shortage of female pirates. Right. Because 92% of all pirate babies are boys uh, due to a genetic defect. Right. Uh, and also, some breeds of parrot do actually live exclusively off little insects that live in the shoulder hair of pirates. That's, right. that's another fact about wow. pirates. Also, in the 17th century, such was the control that pirates exerted over the high seas that only one in 20 boat trips was ever successful, and crossing the channel was considered the most effective form of euthanasia at the time. Piracy is a dominant gene. That's probably why so many are born male. <laughs> yeah. Well, famous pirates from history include Henry Morgan, who destroyed the entire city of Panama whilst looking for gold, tortured and killed pretty much anyone and anything that came in his way uh, and looked at him a bit funny, and was rewarded in the traditional British manner with a knighthood. Uh, also another famous pirate, Long John Silver, who despite being fictional was one of the most feared pirates of the 19th century. Uh, of course, it wasn't his real name. He was born Mike Johnson in Tunbridge Wells, Kent. Was known as Long John because he wore thermal underwear at all times due to his allergy to visible leg pimples. And also was known as Silver because he always came second in who's got the most number of legs matches. Other notable recent pirates include pop star Jamelia and the entire Spanish Navy between the years 1420 and 1981. Actually, if you play Jamelia's smash hit number three single Superstar backwards, John, it gives the precise latitude and longitude of three separate treasure chests buried around the Shetland Islands. Kind of attention to detail which made her temporarily a big star. <laughs> All I'm saying is, have you ever seen her captaining a legal ship? <laughs> um, British Foreign Secretary David Miliband said that the UK will not pay ransom to pirates because it would only encourage further hostage-taking. Well, two things about that. One, there's no real point taking that stance, seeing as everyone else is paying them off. And more importantly, <laughs> he had the opportunity there to use the phrase, we do not negotiate with pirates. <laughs> How do you not use that phrase if you can? I, I simply don't understand. He is not ready to lead. <laughs> That's got to be one of the reasons you go into politics. <laughs> Come on! Thanks, Buglers. Now go drink half a glass of water whilst listening to The Gargle. Bye! Bye.